there in podcast land my name is paul workman i'm horny mccoy and it is your boy travesty trav train train trav how about that i like travesty trav travesty trav <laughs> he's trav with the travesties and we are your oscar grouches and welcome back to <laughs> the oscar podcast thursday show acting direct a show where we take a look at the filmographies of Oscar-winning actors. Let's see if I can <laughs> say words tonight. Oscar-winning actors who took their turns about, behind the camera. Were you about to say African-American? I was not, actually. Oh, I don't... Okay. I was just talking too fast, and I started mixing words together. Zach, what are we watching this week? Well, we're on a Denzel Washington film, and he directs and stars in this movie about the first black debate team to challenge the prestigious Harvest... <laughs> Harvard, <laughs> Harvest. We're just all. I've spread my disease. <laughs> Two down, one to go. <laughs> Prestigious Harvard champions in the Great Debaters. Mm. This is everybody's first time seeing the Great Debaters. Yeah. Yes. Well, Oscar firsties. Hey. Oh wow! It's been a while. I feel, I'm actually I feel shocked. Ashamed. Both of y'all haven't seen this already. I've, it's another one of those movies. I've owned a copy of it on DVD for over a decade, but I, I feel ashamed. I have not seen this film up to this point. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. So, All right. Um, I would do the Oscar breakdown fake out, but let's not pretend like the Academy's not a bunch of racist hicks. <laughs> this got no nominations. No, I don't really understand. Let me look when this came out. Dude, December. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't I understand how this got nothing. I couldn't even begin to tell you. Yeah. And 2007. Image I mean, Awards. That's about it. I mean, the, uh, the biggest thing it really, Globe. I was going to say, was just nominated for a Golden Globe and didn't even win. Yeah. yeah. And, and only Best Motion Picture Drama. So they were just trying to fill out the category, which. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know about that one, Roy. Couldn't even begin to guess. I mean, aside from racism. So. Yeah. So the only awards that won, unfortunately, uh, were from the NAACP, the Image Awards, or mm -hmm. the Stanley Kramer Award. What's that? Uh, Producers Guild of America. Hmm. Okay. 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 I mean, and, and this is a good year for movies, because this is the year no country wins. Mm -hmm. So uh, there will be bloods in the category. Uh, Michael yeah. Clayton, which is an amazing film, is in the category. Atonement, which is an amazing film, is in the category. Juno, which could easily be kicked out, is in the category. Yeah. Hold on, partner. Uh, a film I like. I like Juno. Five best of the year. Well, yeah, it was good enough. Didn't it win uh, best screenplay? It did win best screenplay. Oh. Original screenplay. At that. Original screenplay. Uh, and it was directed by the director of the worst Ghostbusters movie, too. I thought there was no bad Ghostbusters movies. No, there's two terrible Ghostbusters movies. Oh. Ghostbusters and Ghost, uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife and Ghostbusters 2. That's something you're wrong about, but I mean, <laughs> what else is new on the Oscar Worsty podcast, my guys? Come I, on. 
I can assure you. I'm not wrong about that. Uh, this is the Oscar Wurstie, a.k.a. the Great Debaters, and we're talking about the <laughs> Ghostbusters franchise. <laughs> yeah, so let's get back on track. We'll stop talking about uh, popular but terrible Ivan Reitman's son. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, men. Oh, Juno. Juno. Gotcha. gotcha. Men will literally direct a love letter to their father's films that is terrible instead of going, going to, therapy. to therapy. There you go. It happens. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Denzel doing it again, though. My Denzel. Holy oh, fuck, yes. Let's talk about this movie. Okay. Fuck, this movie's amazing. This movie is great. Really good. Holy shit. I am... I said it up front. I'm ashamed of myself. I should have seen this movie so much sooner. Yeah, me too. I, it's it's one of those ones like I always wanted to see it, and I had a copy, but I didn't watch it. Why not? I don't know. I was waiting I, for this moment, and I remember it getting nominated for the Golden Globe, uh-huh. and thinking to myself, "Oh, well, if it, if it's up in that category, it'll probably at least get nominated for a couple of Oscars, and I'll get when I'm able to, I'll get to it in the uh, in that time." And didn't get nominated for anything, so I just didn't do. I didn't watch it in this Oscar run, and I it's been forgotten to time by most people. I never heard anybody talk about. It. Yeah, I mean, and I, just like um, what year was it that uh, Antoine Fisher came out? John Q came out that same year. Another oh, one where American Gangster came out a month before this film. Yeah, mm. oh, yeah, probably about a month before this film. And that really didn't get any awesome. I know, like, Best Supporting Actor or something like that, but... Uh, actress, Ruby D, the great. Yeah. yeah. But that didn't get the respect that it deserved. I did, like, in the black community. Yeah, I, I but, love American Gangster. That, but yeah. ain't, ain't that crazy? This man, he played Frank Lucas, right? Gangster. And then, uh, what's his name in this one? Melvin Tolson. Melvin Tolson. Just, like, the opposite yeah. for... Intellectual no, people uh, profess, <laughs> professor and <laughs> sharecropper uh, leader and communist ideals. <laughs> Denzel's always been disrespected, though. He's never gotten the he's just because you're popular and well known doesn't mean you're you get the respect you deserve among the peers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the academy has always loved Denzel, like, but they love Denzel when they just kind of. A lot of times it's, uh-oh, we're in trouble for not nominating black people two years in a row. What's Denzel got coming out this year? So Roman J. Israel Esquire gets nominated for Best Actor. <laughs> and I haven't seen that film. So I'm not saying anything to the quality of that film, but it's the only thing it got nominated for. Right. And I've I've seen clips from that film, and it looks amazing. Yeah, here it's good. But, but I don't know about the film itself. Just Denzel's amazing in these clips that I've seen. I don't really know how the film yeah. is. I mean, when's he not? When is he not? Right. No, for sure. But I, yeah. You know, he, he has two Academy Awards and he is supremely popular. And he's, I mean, everybody I've ever asked is like, oh, Denzel's great. And he's still super sexy and talented and, and intellectual. And, um, so, but you know, he is unfortunately like kind of like Paul says, like, oh, th- he's a safe pick because you know he's going to be great. And yeah, no, nobody's going to argue that Denzel did a good job in the movie. Like, 
<laughs> that's an absurd statement. <laughs> like even movies right. I hate that he's in, I'm like, God, but he's so good in it. Like Book of Eli. He's so good in Book of Eli. That movie sucks. Yeah, that movie really sucks. <laughs> and again, just because you're good don't mean you're not in some stinkers. Yeah, uh, exactly. Safe House sucks too. Yeah. Mm. But so far he's done. He's directed two films. Right. Yeah. And he's only gotten better. Yeah. And I mean, I love Antoine Fisher. I, we, I gushed about it that episode. And, and this is, uh, well, I'll save my comment for later. But um, just watching this movie, it, it's, it's a PG-13. It's a hard PG-13 because of. Oh, yeah. They're, they're pushing this one to the limit. A lot of the content is just so disturbing. And I mean, you know, it's got to be because that's the truth of it. And, you know. Forrest Whitaker is another one of those guys who is just always, well, he's so good most of the time. Sometimes he can be really hammy or out of place, I think. But this one. Have a bad British accent. Yeah. yeah, But this this time, I think he was spot on. He brought a lot of emotion and um, sturdiness to that role. And him and Denzel, when they share scenes, the tension is like on fire. Yeah, even even in even in scenes where they're being friendly to each other, there's still yeah. just something hanging in the air between them, and you could feel it at yeah. every turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think just because they're fighting for the same cause, don't mean they're seeing eye to eye on yeah. how how to go about that. And yeah, exactly. Uh, you see that with his son. How you yeah. know, sometimes his son doesn't actually view his father as a strong, hard man, like he views Denzel on how to handle situations with the white man, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. But that fucking scene after he gets back from the the trip where they, they see the lynching mm-hmm. and uh, he runs through his house looking for his mother. And the second he sees his father, he just collapses on him. Yeah. My I'm, I'm tearing up already. Like <sighs> my heart just sank right out of my body. Uh, there's... And, you know, Denzel Whitaker is his name, and it's crazy that he is not related to either one of them. Well, I saw what? that <laughs> what? he was. Why did you say either one of them? Because he, he's 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 they, not... yeah, there, there was some trivia that said he was actually named after Denzel Washington. Um, and his last name just happens to be Whitaker. But he, to me, he actually looks like Forrest Whitaker and. Um, I mean, he looks, looks like his son. He looks so much like Forrest Whitaker uh, in Black Panther. He plays young Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Whitaker right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to which when oh. I was sitting at the credits for that movie, I was like, oh, they got his son to play young him. That's so cool. And then I looked it up. I was like, no, that's not his son. <laughs> yeah, something, I didn't know that until this movie. Something else, too. I've always felt like Journey Smollett doesn't get as much roles as she should she, get. She... She's always been great. I've always been a huge fan of hers because uh, I'm I'm a full house fanatic, and she's great on that. And <laughs> the fucking um, uh, Eve's Bayou, mm. she's yeah. so good in that movie for sure. Yeah, uh, and again, I should have watched this sooner because she is incredible in this movie. She is, and Nate Parker too. He... Yeah, I was really hoping. Um... Her career would kind of take off a little bit when she did Birds of Prey. Mm. Even and when she did Lovecraft, I really I was thought say, that hers would skyrocket like Jonathan Majors did. And I don't think I've seen her. Oh, I have. She was in Spiderhead, which is ass. Yeah, and I heard that. She was in Lou, 
Which didn't suck, but it wasn't great neither. Yeah, but she's not in. She's not in the next seven MCU films. So, yeah, I or, or I think, um, Creed well, three. I think she said unfairly. I think she's suffering from some name. Uh, I don't think so. I I don't think her brother has hindered her career because she really didn't have a big career before the incident. So I really don't think that had anything to do with it personally. I think more of her skin color has has something to do with it more than anything her brother did personally. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I just remember seeing a lot of chatter about her, unfortunately, too. And I don't know if that that negative whatever Twitter chat has anything to do with casting or not. I, I would hope it wouldn't, but yeah. you never know. But the movie is beautifully directed, beautifully acted. Um, I know some people have called out some issues with you know the the accuracy of it, as far as like maybe the the content of the debates. Um, I was going to say it's like loosely based, though, so it's not supposed to be accurate, right? Like they've changed names, they've changed schools, they've changed all yeah. kinds. To me, it's something that draws inspiration from a real right. One quote, and then they give the ending credits thing where yeah, yeah. So I guess it's kind of a a mixed bag of bones there. Yeah, one quote I heard recently that uh, I've become a big fan of is uh, if if you're making a movie and you're not changing some of the details, then why aren't you just making a documentary? That's true. That's a good point. Very good. Uh, And that resonated with me real deep because like. You know, but unfortunately, I haven't seen the documentary. I believe there is a documentary about this. Yeah, it's called Resolved, I think. Uh, so I want to check that out. But yeah, unfortunately, half the time that that happens is you get an amazing documentary. And then um, uh, the director of Back to the Future makes a shitty version of the movie. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis. Oh, that... Uh... <laughs> Seems to be what he does. He's done it twice now. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm just talking about just making shitty movies. Uh, It's pretty much been his last like decade and a half, which is it's pretty bad. (laughs) I I don't know how you somehow made the worst Pinocchio is beyond me. That's and there's a version with Polly Shore. Like, how is that not the worst one? (laughs) Father, father. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So yeah. that that's a great point. I mean, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm I'm not I wasn't in the mind frame of oh I wonder how accurate this is. It wasn't until afterwards that I was reading about it and I was like, oh they the the debates like as you're watching them, it, some of the arguments or things seem like are these really good enough to have won against Harvard? But then you see that whole thing is like uh, kind of fictionalized because. It was actually USC that they were going up against, or something. Yeah. Um, and people but, like nobody knows. I don't even think it was USC. I think it was like some school that most people don't know. Well, I pulled so it up like, here. It says Harvard sounds better. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody knows Harvard. Harvard. Yeah, it's it is USC. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, but Har- Harvard, like USC, is like, oh, not a party school. And you say Harvard, and everybody <laughs> goes, oh, 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 yeah, that's Ivy League shit right there. Yeah. They beat yeah. Harvard. Yeah, somebody uh, was reading something that was really going in on the the blocking or the actual structure of the debates, and they're like, "This is nothing like what it really was." And I don't really care about that, but I'm just bringing it up because it's, I guess, it's a flaw in the movie. But 
who, yeah. who if for general audiences they would have no idea they they and why should they like <laughs> first of all debates are god awfully boring and literally i i've never understood debates because how can you pick a winner of a debate when it's just a matter of opinion on if you're agreeing with the topic or not like I I just don't understand the science behind debates and debate clubs. Well, that's why you're wrong. You got to see who's more passionate about making their point. That don't mean nothing. Uh, ben Shapiro is very passionate about everything he's saying. It don't mean well, that fucking. I disagree. I don't. I don't believe he's that passionate. He's very. Uh, he, he he speaks very clearly. and makes points, but I don't know. There's a lot of passion in his voice. I was. I, was I guess that depends he, he, on how you define passion, though. Yeah. And he sounds like a cartoon dog boy. So. Yeah, but I'm stuff like that is like yeah. irrelevant with the viewpoint of what he's talking about. You know, how like, do you? That's kind of bullying there, of Paul. Anything. Let's not bully the man's voice. He can't help it. If we're gonna shit on him, it shouldn't be because of his voice. It should be because of things he's saying. Oh yeah, absolutely. But about. I just don't understand debates, anyways, on winner and losers. So for anybody to be like, this ain't how the debates really win. It's like, okay, dude. Were you there? And was this recorded? I was there. I, you know, I don't know if they even I read recorded the these debates on like audio or right. video. I don't and, know. You know, even though this film is called The Great Debaters, I don't think the debates are really the even the most important thing going on here. It's right. It's more to do with everything that's going on around them and the fact that they are the first and they had to climb to get there yeah and meantime you've got the horrible racists all around you the great depression going on uh police brutality uh police looking the other way more things change to less or more things as go less things change more they stay the same yeah and i think um this was it 2000 when this movie come out 2007 seven yeah I think for the time of 2007, they went as far as they could for a PG-13 film yeah. and the lynching stuff. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, again, we're talking about Journey Smollett. Lovecraft Country really, like, depicts how scary these... But that whole thing was scary, like, when they pull up in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... That situation's going on. Imagine being a child, seeing stuff like that. He he was put in like three or four situations. You know, you got the farm situation, the situation with his dad and the pig, the lynching situation. This man was put in some really scary stuff as a kid, dude. Like, yeah. his life was on the line. Oh, God. And when, when fucking Forrest Whitaker gets... Uh, gets Denzel out of jail, and he mm-hmm. walks out, and he sees that farmer standing there, he's like, that pig wasn't worth twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn, that was such oh, such a wonderful moment. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, you know, we were talking about some of the accuracy of it. Yeah, James Farmer, real name there, James Farmer Jr. lived till ninety nine. Oh, right. Like for the credits, say he was the f- initiator and organizer of the first Freedom Ride in nineteen sixty one. It's amazing. Yeah, because again, they got. People in there that are real, and then some people that are based on somebody else, but not actually yeah. them. So, you know, I don't know what those reasonings are. You know, that's all like political movie stuff. I really don't know the ins and outs of it, but yeah. these are things that and I complained to y'all later earlier this week about important stuff 
and then immediately pointing out things that disregard the important stuff. And like you said, this movie is not about the debates at all. It's about being able to debate and the struggle of all these situations going on. Yeah. So for anybody nitpicking the debates, fuck you. <laughs> it's about finding your inner strength, finding your your soul. Your soul. Soul. Because <laughs> we're soul skaters. What are we made of? Made of souls. <laughs> Skates. There we go. I mean, there's really not much to say, but no, not, this film's incredible. Yeah, and I love it's it. disrespected, and the yeah. Academy should be ashamed of themselves. And I'm not saying it's best picture, but nothing. I, that's fucking hard to believe. We made 30 at the box office. That is, that is pitiful. Uh, not for the film, but for the public. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, I think when some, if somebody says name Denzel movies, nobody's going to say the Great Debaters. And, and that was exactly my point. Like, right. I, I probably may have watched this sooner if anybody talked about it. I mean, like Roger Ebert called it his ninth best film of the year, but like, where he else? did or somebody. Roger Ebert. Okay. Well, I didn't know because you know it's not just him on his site. Like, he has a bunch of people that also write articles on movies. So I didn't know if it was him personally. Well. After he's died more so, but before then it was mostly. Oh, was it just him before he passed? I'm sure he probably had a couple other writers. Okay. But I mean, he, he makes his top 10 list every year or Mm -hmm. he made his top 10 list every year. And Mm -hmm. he he was very proud of his top 10 list. And he called this number nine. Yeah. And I'm sure it was on a lot of people's lists that are into more of the artsy kind of film, stuff like that. Not really your typical movie theater films. Yeah. I, I would have loved this in 2007. Um, yeah, I love it now. Kicking myself from not seeing. Yeah, as um, as all these great movies that Denzel's done, he's done a lot of really important like black films. Right. Mm-hmm. Man played Malcolm X. Yeah, no, it's a great film. Bring Spike Lee up whenever I can. He's got yep. so many. Spike Lee's got so many. Yeah, he does. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say other than it's highly recommended. People need to see it. Absolutely. Well, let's move into our worst judgment. Trap worst is sitting on your Denzel ranking. I rate this four stars, but I'm gonna be honest. I didn't enjoy it as much as Antoine Fisher. I think Antoine Fisher kind of hit me a little bit more emotionally with the performances. Um, between Denzel and his co-star and then the people that Denzel had around him. Not that anybody was bad at all. Everybody was great, but, um, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't remember the actor from Antoine Fisher. Derek Luke. That dude just blew me away in this film. I mean, yeah. So I said, it. I have it just underneath Antoine Fisher, but both again, they're both really incredible films. I gave it. Four and a half stars, and I have it just above uh, Antoine Fisher for now. Um, nice. on my overall acting direct because I still have that, I have it at uh, number three behind One Night in Miami and uh, Good Night and Good Luck, right above Night of the Hunter. How about you? Uh, I gave this five stars. Ooh. I think it's an incredible film. Roger Ebert was right to put it at number nine. Well, I'd really have to go through 2007 and 
see what I would have put above this aside from uh, no country, no country and no country and uh, there will, there be, will blood. be blood. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's it's just hard to compete. It's it's hard to compete. They're so good. <laughs> they're fucking good. <laughs> um, and but, there's there's people out there that don't like the ending to No Country for Old Men, and it blows my mind. No, there's people that don't like the ending to There Will Be Blood. Oh, how, how either of those things is true is, yeah. yeah, I'll never understand. The uh, agreeers. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, they're, those are the type of people who don't like edging, I guess, you know, because they really need their. And somehow their, Zach has brought it back to. They got to get their nut. <laughs> Both of them. They well, got to get their nut. <laughs> no country kind of holds the nut. <laughs> But I I've love never it. heard that sentence before in my life. But I'm not. I'm not mad. I I just heard it. <laughs> Can't argue. Uh, but that being said, uh, I got I got this above Antoine Fisher. So that's where I am. All right. Well, we're gonna call it there. Mm-hmm. Trav, let people know where they can find you on the media social. Oh, of course, you can find me on the Instagrams at zk audio. I'm also on the Twitter. And TikToks at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-C-K, where I'm also on Letterboxd, ranking and rating my daily movie watches. And I'm going to bring up two quick movies. Finally saw Megan. I've come to the conclusion that James Wan is an incredible director, really not that great of a producer. Uh, Megan was a little lackluster for me. And when you finish Saving the World, um, I don't like Jesse uh, Eisenberg. I don't hate Jesse Eisenberg. I'm in the middle on him. That movie was ass and really sucked. And you know what? <laughs> Finn Wolfhard sucks. I'm just going to come out and say it. He sucks. He's a terrible actor. And he's just a shitbag. And <laughs> Julianne Moore deserves more. Because that movie was not that good. And that's it. I'll have to watch it. Or you won't. No I'm rush. Right. When, you, when you got some downtime, put it on. It's, it's not one to rush. Oh, I'm apparently taking more downtime off of my plate real soon. So, uh, Zach, where can people find you on the media social? Find me on Critiker, Zachmaster, X-A-K-K-M-S-T-E-R, TikTok at House Havoc, Letterboxd by searching my name. And I watched uh, two more movies this week. Oh, wow. shit. Um, first, I finished Power Bottom uh, Gun Maverick, as Paul calls it. <laughs> I would call it that that one time. <laughs> it stuck with me. I, it's so, so true. You really did always say it one time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so uh, violently sexual that it stuck with me. I'm like, I love that. Um, but yeah, that was uh, it was fun. I uh, I don't know about this whole uh, Best Picture nomination, but <laughs> it was I, a fun, good action yeah, movie. Yeah, but again, Top Top Gun Maverick is an ex- it's like Avatar. It's an experience that. Yeah. You have to see it in theaters and vibe with it. And Paul's frozen as he's half again, smiling. Again. So. <laughs> I'm kind of fucking with it. But it's just one of those movies that, you know, you got to. I don't think yeah. it's as good at home as it is in the theater with a good movie theater, just like uh, Marvel movies. Which They're is, better in theater with an audience. Which is probably why I will never watch that film again, because I, I think it's good. And if I have to watch it at home, I'm probably just going to be like, uh-huh, okay. I yeah, some- yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> no, I uh, I set myself up best I could, you know, with my headphones on in the dark. And I the 
you know, I on our nominations episode, I picked it for sound because that sound was so good, and mm-hmm. the sound is good. The the headphones help, and so I, I I was all about it. Just thought this the story was fine. It was just first Top Gun plus Star Wars. So, so there you go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> again, and they go back to a lot of nostalgia on the first film. You know, they, they yeah. change the football scene to the volleyball scene. You know, kind of. They make it so you don't even have to watch the first one. They just. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, they just, couple, they just do all the same shots. Yep. And, anyway. All right. Uh, and then I also watched Tar. Yes. Incredible. About so the real true life story of. <laughs> <laughs> and come to find out, I guess they kind of marketed it that way to try to trick me, and I fell for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people did. A lot of people did, for sure. I mean, wh- when it was first presented, I thought, you know, it was going to be based off somebody real. Because mm. I'm not going to act like, I mean, I like orchestra and classical music and stuff, but I'm not going to act like I can name all these composers and right. I'm so sophisticated. So I, don't, I, don't I was know. like, I was like, oh, I'm excited Ooh. to learn about her. Ooh. <laughs> and then I learned about her. And now I don't know. Kate, no, it, I don't know. It was great. It was so well written, so well acted, very, uh, lots of uh, relevant points it makes so and you know what's crazy about that film i know we're dragging this thing out at the end but nobody else is really great in the movie just kate blanchett like they're Mm. doing they're okay you know they're living up to their end of the bargain but nobody is great in that film except for kate blanchett like her partner yeah i was gonna say her partner is the closest but she doesn't have to carry the movie like yeah kate Kate does they're they're asking Kate to do all the fucking work though. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Todd Todd Field was like, "I wrote this movie for you, and you're gonna be in it for two and a half hours." Right. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, it's a two and a half hour movie. No, you're going to be in it for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really thinking. I don't know if there's a scene that doesn't include her. I don't think there is, other than like where she's walking. She's just like off the screen for a second, or right like when they're the close-ups of those cameras, yeah. but she's still in the shot of the, of the phone and stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Great movie. Paul, where can oh, we find we, you? What are we doing again? <laughs> Socials. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow me at shark dressman on TikTok, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering all sorts of shark related material. You can follow me at father, the fear on uh, Twitter and Letterbox, where I'm keeping a running tally of all the films I watch, and because Zach made me wa- talk about all the other things I watched this past week, he forced me to on the last episode. You all heard it. Very you all witness. You all uh, saw it. The only thing I have left to talk about is the uh, new Amazon Prime film, Shotgun Wedding, starring Jennifer Lopez and Josh Duhamel. I enjoyed it. I laughed. I had a good time. Exactly. That's exactly how I laughed. <laughs> I'm not going to recommend this to anybody, but I had a good time. <laughs> you didn't have as good a time as you did. Uh, what was her movie last year with Owen Wilson? Oh, Marry Me. Marry Me. Still, not as good still, as Marry Me. Still the best comic book adaptation of 2022. Power Bottom Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, hey, Trav. Hey. Thanks a bunches for producing our show. Oh, a bunches. And I just got to say, my daughter just woke up, came in the room, and was like, I got to go pee. I got to go pee. And I'm like, well, this ain't the bathroom. <laughs> go, the bathroom. <laughs> go over there. 
<laughs> not in here, you're not. Not in here. Speaking of thanks to Bunches, shout out to Bunch Finnegan's <laughs> department store. Bunch Finnegan, thanks a bunch. I have no idea what that, that is. That is our, our official sponsor. That's who that is. Bunch Finnegan's, okay. Bunch, bunch Finnegan. Is that, an, is that a that side of the water thing? <laughs> I think it was like a Pacific Northwest thing. I'll okay. look it up later. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you, Paul. We are not we are not being sponsored by Bunch Finnegan's. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> we could be. We Bunch Finnegan's get a contact. By Bunch Finnegan's. Cool. Disclaimer. Bunch Finnegan's. You could sponsor all the edging and uh, power bottom talk. Uh, you, speaking of power bottoms, <laughs> holy crap. They're a plant store. Daniel Bunch was fired from the family business for child pornography. What was Bunch Finnegan? So yes. Oh shit. So they will not be sponsoring. <laughs> no. This Sorry to say. This took a huge <laughs> Thanks, Zach, again. Uh, and, and this goes hand in hand with uh yesterday's movie Brave. So thanks, Zach, for uh. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Jesus, man, I tell you, you couldn't script the stuff that happens on this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. It was a three terabyte hard drive full of it. All right, let's move on. Three terabyte No, we gotta stop this. We uh I don't even Denzel want to do the rest. Is I amazing. To, I don't even want to do the rest of the thanks so that these people aren't <laughs> associated are, with that shit. I forgot what we're even watching next week. I didn't you know. haven't asked me yet. Zach let me do this twice. Um <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what are we watching next week? We're watching, like, around a high-security prison, Fences. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can find on Prime, <laughs> Prime Video or Paramount+. Plus. Oh, my Lord. The best part is we can't see Paul laughing. We can just hear Paul laughing. Because his picture's no, already frozen on him laughing. That's exactly, that's exactly what I look like right now, except a lot redder in the face. Oh, my God. Uh, so, Chad. Thanks for producing our podcast. Anytime. We'd like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We'd like to thank Megan J. Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at OscarRizzyPod and on Facebook at The OscarRizzy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave some nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or Spotify. really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. The challengers accept. The debate is finalized. Five stars. <laughs> so for Trav and Zach and Journey Smollett who should have the greatest career of all time I would like for you all to have a damn fine day <laughs>